The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Take this round and finish him right here. Nobody can handle your pressure when you put it on. This is your fight, Carlos. Go and get it. I mean, who doesn't need more safe side in their life? Can't nobody hang with me. When it comes to mixing this shit up, I'm the fucking best welterweight on the planet right now. And here I am, baby. Here I am. Daddy did it. The welterweight champion of the world, ladies and gentlemen. Tomorrow, Usman. Hi, Jimmy. Good to see you, Matt. This shit's loud. Good to see you, buddy. Yeah, it sounds a little weird, a little tinny. We Yo. have a good show. We have um, Kamara Usman starting us off really quickly. Yes. I'm very happy about that. Me too. Uh, I, I love him. And uh, I love, uh, he's a really nice guy. And he has a huge fight coming up. And uh, we also have uh, Dominic Reyes and uh, Saif Saud. Uh, either it's Saud, but I pronounced it wrong because I'm stupid. Uh, he's Jeff Neal's trainer. And he also trains Uriah Hall. And he'll be calling in. Um, uh, in a little while. Okay. But uh, I don't yeah. know why we're making Kamar Usman wait. What the fuck? I don't know. They don't want to talk to him. He was just on a second he was on. What happened? Why'd you I hang up on voice. the champ? Why'd you hang up on him? There he is. Champ. What's up, Matt? What's up, champ? See, he says hello to me, before Jimmy. We, That's I understand. We even, before we even start, I was just I was just talking here. I was uh, I said, man, it's crazy uh, when you hear Matt Sarah's voice. You know he's in the building. Doesn't matter where you're at. You can hear him a mile away. You know Matt Sarah's in here. And then I started talking about you grappling. We all know there's a culture going on right now with all these guys grappling. And, and grappling has kind of become like a pay-per-view events now with all these different uh, promotions going on. And I'm like, why don't we get the why don't we get the master in there to, to, to grapple? I love Matt. that. I love that he flipped it and he's 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 asking me questions. The yes. champ, yeah, Matt. They got what, what do we? Why don't we get you in there? Get you to grapple. Listen, and I got a perfect opponent for you too. Oh shit! <laughs> I want to know who. And then first of all, I got three kids. Uh, they got to show me the cheddar, uh, champ. That's what I'm. That's they what show I'm me the cheddar. I will Kamara a motherfucker. Matt, these guys are getting paid now. Oh, I know. That's I heard. Who's a good opponent for Matt? Another fellow bald-headed guy. Oh. Another fellow Henzo Gracie guy. Oh, my God. How about you choke out my friend Ali Abdelaziz? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, how could you do that? Is he right behind yeah. you? Ali. He's here somewhere. Yeah, he's hey. Ali. <laughs> Ali. Ali, I know you got that judo. I'll jump the fucking guard, but I'm dangerous on my <laughs> back. 
He said he knows you. He said you have the judo, but he'll jump the guard. <laughs> I love you, Ali, yeah, but, but I'm but, not that. I'm not that other fucking manager you. that you're smacking around every time you see him. <laughs> Yo, I'm not that fucking guy. He said he loves you, but he's not that other manager you smacked around. No, Ali said Ali forfeits already. Ali, I think he's scared of you, Matt. Nah, I, listen, I, 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 I love Ali. But hey, listen! You yeah, show me some money. I know Ali's too. got more kids than me. You show me money, we can <laughs> we can make that happen. I'll I'll get paid. Right. Yeah, hey, that's what I'm saying. I'm trying to promote an event here. You know, I we all it. eat, Matt. You eat too, Ali. Eat too. We all eat. I love it. But no, I, but no, he's uh, Ali. Is uh, first thing he said, like, no, no, no. As we handle Gracie Black, that is we don't, true. We don't do that to each other. We don't we don't call each other. We don't do that. That's I true. Look Matt. at that. That Matt. that's what I listen. People are. Some people are on the fence about Ali. I always got along with Ali. I like Ali, and I like that he's willing to uh, get himself in trouble if right. his guys are in trouble. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. That's the, that's the thing that uh, he gets a bad rep for. And but um, yeah. at the end of the day, you know, we're in a sport to where people kind of try to take advantage of you at any given moment, and, and he's that guy that will ride and jump in there. And, and if we got to fight it out, we'll fight it out. I'm Literally. with you, man. I'm with you. I respect that. And as you know, it's not popular nowadays, but some guys, some people need smacks. Some, pe <laughs> some people just need fucking smacks, Jimmy. They do. You might, yeah, I mean, saw, there might be some. You in that, what was that, a restaurant? We saw you, man. We know you. You eventually will smack somebody up. Yeah. Well, my kids Even were there. You have to sit on them. I, thank God <laughs> I didn't Even smack that guy. I just had to show him, give him a jujitsu lesson. But listen, speaking of giving lessons, how does it feel? Is it any extra pressure knowing that you're fighting such a twat? Like, in other words, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, champ, they don't like this guy, uh, Kobe. Yeah, um, so, I mean, first of all, uh, it, it's, it's, yes, I, I give him props. Like, and, and I say this respectfully, I give him props because. He's found a lane that no one else has really been able to get into. And he's been able to find a way to get in the lane to where everybody hates him. Yeah. Everyone. Not just, you know, not just the heel to where, yeah, people love Ric Flair. People are behind him, but people hate him because people just don't yeah. like the flashiness. <laughs> you know, he's found a way to be hated by everybody. Even the veterans that he's claiming, he's hiding behind this fake patriotism and say, oh, yeah, I'm making America great again. Do you know how many Americans and, and military veterans message me daily? I can't wait for you to kill this guy. He doesn't represent us. We hate him so much. But does it I put mean, pressure on you? Does it put pressure on you? Because I want to see you beat him, too, because he, he shit-talked me just because I had you in studio when he <laughs> called in. Now, all of a sudden, I'm a prick. Yeah, so I really yeah. want to see you bash him. But when you dislike someone so much, is there any? are you afraid of, of pulling, again, I keep saying an, an Aldo Connor, where you're so eager to, to smash the guy that you make a mistake? Um, no, there's, uh, yes, I, I'll be lying if I said there's no pressure. Like, let's be honest, Matt, you've been there. Uh, yeah. there there's a lot of pressure. But at the same time, it's a matter of this is what we're made for. This is what champions are made of, is how you're able to control that pressure, use it for your, your well-being, and go out there and execute as well. And so, you know, that, that's what I do. You know, there's pressure, but I have to be able to block that out, step in there, and take care of business. So, yeah, there's always pressure, but, I, you know, it doesn't make me any difference. Do you think people underestimate how good a fighter he is because they dislike him? Yeah, I think so. I think um, I think people. We're in an age to where it's 
your bark is supposed to be louder than your actual bite nowadays. And people kind of negate the fact that, yeah, you will bite somebody's ass too. You know, so, I, I, you know, yeah, people are, all the noise and all the different things that he's created outside of the, the octagon seems to be speaking a lot louder than where people aren't necessarily caring about his fighting. But I don't, I don't, I'm not disrespecting that. I'm not negating the fact that he is, the, you know, a talented guy, that he does, you know, possess a threat. You know, and, and I, this is just something that I had to deal with, that I had to kind of, you know, look out for and, and go out there and train for. You know, I thought for a second that uh, his thing with uh, Gamebred, with uh, Masvidal, because they were friends, really supposed to be best friends, and now the way they talk about each other, I'm like, all right, they're, they're just pretending like they don't like each other. But that shit's real. You think that's real? That they really don't like each other? What do you think? Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it's real. That's crazy. I, I, <laughs> This is this is how it's bound to happen when you have two characters like that. Yeah, you know, Masvidal is is behind this whole. You know, I'm being true to myself. I'm a backyard brawler fighter. You know, I'm a real fighter and all this and that. And, and he, but he's also, you know, he's he's got that. He's got a heart as well. He's got a, he's an emotional side as well. So Masvidal felt that I guess the story was Kobe wronged his his um his coach or something robbed uh. the didn't didn't pay him so he took that personally and so now that became a thing and of course when you got two guys gunning for the same thing come on we all know this was bound to happen they gunned for the same thing and they continued to you know upwards upwards trajectory to where they got to close to the top at some point they're gonna have to fight each other and those are two guys who i believe their egos are a little bigger than you know that they put on so of course it's going to be a problem because then they have to actually fight each other. Now, I've seen yeah. other interviewers do this, and I'm going to do it. Go ahead. Now, it's easy to find something shitty about this guy because we know how this guy is. Give me something positive. about. Give me one compliment for Colby Covington. Didn't you ever see a the compliment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I shouldn't yeah. bring up that I've seen it done. No. Before. I should have just done it. I've done it, but I'm glad you're doing it. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, it's... <laughs> Give me it's, a compliment. Um, what does he... A, com a compliment about him is... Um, I think he's uh, he's, he's very... He's, he's skilled in the way of... I call it distraction. You know, he it's, it's always like in his fighting style, it's distracting. It, nothing is, is powerful to where you're like, man, this guy is going to hurt you. This guy's going to knock you out. It's always distraction, like little things. Throw a foot in your face, throw a hand, throw a jab, throw this, throw that, throw this. Get to the takedown, hold you up against the fence. Distract, distract, distract. He's very good with that. And so he does that so much to where people now are like, oh, man, he's got cardio for days. But that's because he's distracting you. He's throwing little bitty strikes. There's really no power in them, but they're distracting you and they're keeping your mind working the whole time to where you're feeling flustered. You're feeling like, oh, man, this is in my face. This is in my face. Those are all distractions. Those are one thing that I actually take away, really dissecting this game. He's pretty good at that. But the thing is, how do you deal with it when somebody else punches you in the mouth and they punch you harder? And you throw another distraction shot and they punch you harder. And you throw another one and they punch you harder. At some point, you're going to be like, oh, shit. This is not going to work tonight. That's a really interesting point about the cardio, too. I never, obviously never thought of it like that, because I was going to ask you about his cardio and the fact that he has a pretty relentless pressure, but you think that all of it is not necessarily just great cardio. No, and, like, uh, and Matt can attest to this. There, there's different levels of pressure. There's pressure where you're just in someone's face, you're just putting stuff in his face, throwing, throwing, throwing. You can put pressure without throwing a punch. 
at somebody. There's different kinds of pressure. There's a mental pressure you can put on someone just by cutting him off. Just by cu cutting him off, he's moving this way, you cut him off. He moves that way, you cut him off. You show him a fake. You show him this. There's different levels of pressure than just throwing punches at somebody. You know, and, and that's what I, I don't, I, I think people don't understand. And on December 14th, they're going to understand the difference in the pressure that he puts on and the pressure that I put on. Who's a guy, let me ask you, it doesn't have to be in your weight class, who's a guy that you would you would say is a great example of someone that puts on a dangerous type pressure like you're talking about? <laughs> Francis Ngannou. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Of, <laughs> yeah, when you stand in front of that guy, uh, uh, it, there's just, uh, there's a, at any moment, you will you will go to sleep. So I think that's a different amount of pressure. Than, than just throwing punches at somebody. Isn't it, not funny, but isn't it like, it keeps you on your toes, I should say, where if you just seen the fight over the weekend with uh, Alistair Overeen, yep. uh, and literally seconds left, and he was looking clean, he was in there, and almost working yep. like they had 16-ounce boxing gloves, yeah. like, not, you know, like yeah. right in the face, taking some, rolling with it, clean, yeah. yep. pretty clean. Yeah, a little bloody nose. Pretty, pretty yeah. clean, and then it went from that to a fucking jigsaw puzzle in in, in, a, in a second. So I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't know what the it, fuck it, my point was, but my point goes, was goes. that in a split second, shit could just change. Exactly, right? it goes to a test of this 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 sport this that we're in. Um, yeah, you you always got to be on your toes at all times because you never know what could happen. That's that's literally the slogan. Anything can happen in this. You know, in this sport, because this is a, a, as real as it gets. And, and you would see it in my Tyron Woodley fight. Um, there was at some point early on in the fight where I felt that I had broken this man, that, that he was done, but I wasn't going to let off. I came in to be focused for 25 minutes straight and finished that fight. And had I let up, who knows? That might be the moment that Tyron Woodley gets brave, throws that big right hand, yeah. boom. Now I wake up asking what happened, and, you know, and I just let it slip through my fingers. So it's a matter of staying as focused as possible and going out there and executing the game plan from start to finish. Yeah, and that injury, by the way, uh, poor Over. I felt really bad for Overeem just because of when it happened, and uh, that is going to hurt for a while. Man, I, I, I mean, I've never seen something like that. Let's be honest. I mean, obviously, Robbie had the cut, and there was like a meme that put out the cut side by side. Robbie had a you know the cut lip from that Rory fight, yeah. but watching someone's whole mouth and lips explode i mean that's what it did it exploded from that punch it was oh man it was, it was probably it was uh, on the replay you could see it back. you could actually see it come yeah, like and, and hang down on the replay blow up and and that was a tough one wouldn't really be tough one. wouldn't be goggling with any listerine right away no that might burn yeah. no he'll lose <laughs> probably he'll probably lose 25 or 30 pounds because he won't be able to eat properly for a while he'll be drinking the uh, shakes oh, i think he'll eat i think it's uh it's it's Cause it's your lips. It's not like inside his mouth or yeah. his jaw or his teeth or anything yeah. like that. Like, I don't. Uh, if my lip was messed up like that, let's get it right. I'm still eating something. You give me some Thai <laughs> food with some fried rice. I, even if I gotta just throw it in my mouth like that, I'm gonna uh, eat. But you chew, <laughs> uh, opening your mouth and chewing. Oh, it just looked uh, awful. Yes. Yeah, just like this. <laughs> well, we are talking to you when you're in like uh, you know a week away from making weight. So it, it's it is funny to different. listen to someone talk about food oh, when they're starting to wake up. Yeah, shit, it's like me talking about food every day. Yeah, I'm, it's 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 clockwork for me now. You know, my body knows about it. So yes, don't get it wrong. I'm still gonna be a little hangry. 
you know, by, by Wednesday, Thursday, I'll be a little hangry, but it, it's part of the process now. So we can talk about food. That's nothing. And this is your, uh, your first defense. Um, you know, is, does it feel any different being the guy with the target on his back? I mean, uh, th- does it feel any different than it did fighting for it? No, because, um, people keep saying, this is your, you're defending, you're defending, you're defending. I'm not defending anything. I'm going out there to win the title. You know, I, I, yes, I'm just, I'm, I'm the number one guy, but I, my mindset is not, oh, I'm defending, I'm defending. Because when you get to a place where you're defending, you become, in a sense, and, and this is no knock to him, this is just what I, I saw, you become, excuse me, you become kind of what Tyron Woodley was at. Mm. He was just, you know, he had so much pressure on himself trying to defend the belt. Oh, I got to hold on to this thing. I got to hold on to this thing. I can't lose it. I can't lose it. You, and then you, you're, you don't perform. You go out there and you put on performances like you did with, with Damian Maya. You throw the least amount of strikes in the title fight or, or your fights with, with, with Wonder Boy to where it's, you're really not as active as you should be. Like, let's be honest. Those Tyron Woodleys that we saw was not the Tyron Woodley that was on his march towards the title, knocking guys out viciously and actually going out there for the kill. So when you have that mindset to where I'm trying to, I want to defend this, I want to defend this, it kind of clams you up in a sense to where you're not able to just go out there and do your thing. I'm not defending anything. I'm going out there to try to become the UFC champion again and again and again and again every time. That's a great way to look at it. And I've I've wanted this fight for so long between you guys, but long before you were champion. So it's nicer to see it uh, with this. Because, you know, he did win the interim belt, and I always thought Colby deserved the shot. Just because I dislike him doesn't mean he didn't earn it. I'm I'm really happy that uh, this fight is happening this Saturday night. And it's an amazing card, too. I mean, the card is incredible from top to bottom. Yes, just stacked from top to bottom. You got Jose Aldo. Somehow he's going to get down to 135 to fight a killer like Marlon Marias. Are you kidding me? You've got Uriah Favorite coming back in to fight Peter Young. Wow. And you've got Jermaine Geronimi, who is a straight savage, yeah. taking on the greatest woman fighter that we've ever seen in, in Amanda Nunes. And let's be honest, I, I, I sparred with Amanda a little bit, and, and she showed me years <laughs> ago. Years ago, yeah, that that she and I said she was different. She that that, that girl is different, yeah, and she's proven that inside. And then you've got Max Holloway. When Max is in the zone, you you might need you might need fifty people and your mom, dad, and cousins to try to beat him, and that might not be enough, you know, when he's in the zone. Uh-oh. And then of course, and I'm gonna have to cap things off, yeah, by you know by by putting the show on for the world. Not just everybody watching for for the world. 100%. Because this is going to be one of those, I believe this is going to be one of those fights that kind of transcends me into the next level. And you're both 15 and 1. Right. And yeah, the thing about Holloway uh, Volkanovsky is Holloway is so incredible because it doesn't matter what style you come with. Uh, like I, I, Ortega to me is the most impressive thing because he, he was so dangerous, I thought, like for, uh, for Max. And, and the way Max handled that, uh, and I, I think he stopped him in the fourth, if I'm correct. But the fact that Ortega couldn't impose his will on Holloway, yeah. to me, that's the most impressive thing I've seen him do. Yeah, or- Ortega was impressive. But what was even more impressive to me than that is is how he handled Frankie. Ah, I was going to say. Let's let's, yeah. let's be honest, Frankie right. Edgar, and 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 I'm not I'm not going to shy away from it. Frankie was the guy that I've always loved. Frankie, always loved him. Yeah. But Frankie was the guy that I always bet against. And and I'm not and I don't mean bet actual money, but it was just a guy that for some reason I just always felt like, oh, he's too small. Somebody's gonna beat him, somebody's gonna beat him, someone's gonna beat him. <laughs> yeah. And Frankie just every single time shut my mouth. 
every single time. And then it came a point to where I was just like, man, I'm an idiot. I got to stop doubting this guy. This guy is the best around. And, and, and Frankie proved that. When he went out there and did what he did to Chad Mendez, yeah. I, 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 I basically, I felt so disrespectful in my mind forever <laughs> doubting this guy years and years and years ago, even though I look up to him and I, and I think he's one of the all-time greats. And to see Max Holloway go out there and, 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 and kind of handle Frankie in that way. And, like, the difference between Frankie and Brian Ortega, Brian Ortega is a very, very good submission specialist. Like, if he, if he can wrap you up, right. you're in trouble. Yeah. And he, he's got good boxing, but it's not Frankie. Yeah. Frankie's got movement. Frankie's got boxing. And Frankie's definitely got wrestling. If Frankie gets you down, you're in trouble. Yeah, the way and, he blends um, it, yes. Yeah, the way and, – and I think uh, – one of the purest, you know, just wall around, wall around the mixed martial arts that I, I've really ever seen. And to see Max Holloway go out there, be able to deal with that, switching stance. And then when he got in the zone, it was just, you know, he he's a hard guy to deal with. So, you know, I'm not I'm not writing off Volkanovski, man. Volkanovski is a, a tough guy. Yeah. He's handled every challenge and, and passed the test with flying colors. So it, it's a... It's going to be an amazing night of fights, guys, and I, and I, I can't wait. I am more than excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. And good luck. You know, Matt and I like you a lot uh, as a guy and as a fighter. Um, so I, I hope you win the, and retain or, or win it for the first time, however you're looking at it. I hope you win. So uh, have, yeah. have a good fight, and we'll hopefully talk to you after. Yeah, champ. All our best. Thank you, guys, Matt, Jimmy. I appreciate you guys. All right, you're take care, man. man. Talk to you again. Take care, Later, right. Ali. Bye-bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. I love Kamaru. He's, uh, he's yeah, I, I, I really think that uh, a lot of people uh, are underestimating Colby, good, but it's good to see that he's not. Good versus evil match. In a way, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I mean, they've both beaten really good fighters, too. Uh, they both have similar records. I mean, exact the, the same record. I can't wait. Really for interesting fight. And he's got a bright career, man. Even after he done, gets done fighting, you can tell how he just yep. went through each fight and, and, uh, I got more excited for this weekend. I'm going to be there, Jimmy. I don't know if I'm going to be at the... Well, I'll probably be at the fight. Where is the fight? Say, it's in Vegas. It is in Vegas. Yeah. I won't be there. I, what's up? All right. Yeah, call I'll Dom, be at Dominic Caroline's Reyes. this week. I'm performing Thursday, Friday, Saturday at Caroline's. Oh. I'm happy to be doing it. I love doing shows, but this is one I wish I could have attended. Oh, yeah, Jimmy. Yes. I mean, listen, no one's going to be fucked up. I got to do something out there for business. Am I going to just go there and... And watch on my iPad, or am I going to actually go to the event? Where yeah. is it? In can, Vegas? can I have a pen, sweetie? Sure. Um, it's where is it? I'm going to guess the same. What, the the T-Mobile, yeah. Oh yeah, That's my guess. All right, now who's he fighting? 
He's fighting Jones. I know. I'm oh, I'm so stupid. <laughs> I'm Jones. sorry, Matt. I'm an ass. You're fucking funny. I'm dumb. <laughs> Why are you? <laughs> and uh, and I like Dominic too. You know, and I and I love Jones. I I like the fact that uh, him and Jones are already going uh, back and forth, and it's and it's getting. Uh, Relatively nasty, quick. Who? What is, what is that with these two? I'm, I'm yeah, just that Dominic had talked a lot of shit and I then want, come back oh. and said it was an honor, and Jones didn't want to hear it. Oh wait, what? Jones didn't want to hear what it. What do you mean? He said it's an honor. Then what did Jones come back and say? Well, I'll say that for when Dominic. Oh, oh shit! He's we, on now. I can't wait. All right, do we have Dominic Reyes? Yeah. Hey, buddy, you're talking to uh, Jim and uh, Matt Sarah. How are you? What's up, Dom? What's up, guys? How are you? Good, Good, man. Congratulations on uh, getting the shot. Everyone was talking about you possibly getting the shot before you fought uh, uh, Chris Weidman, and and you looked really good in that fight. How did you find out you were actually getting Jones? My manager called me and let me know that it was uh, was about to go through. And then uh, Jones tweeted about it, so it, uh, it just confirmed everything. Isn't it funny how so much news is on Twitter now before the actual guys (laughs) themselves have it? It's really crazy. It's really crazy. Um, and, and what are your feelings? Oh, sorry, what are your feelings going into it? I mean, I know you've you you you've fought high pressure fights before, but this is a bit of a different level. Uh, and what are your thoughts going into it, fighting a guy like Jones? I'm ready to go, man. This is this is uh, this is the boss level. You know, I, I didn't play the whole game just to give up at the boss level. Yeah. Oh shit! Do you like video games? <laughs> I love video games. Yes! Yes, Dominic! I forgive you for what you did to Weidman. Listen to me. No, that's fucked up. Listen, I love Weidman. Yeah. But listen to me. What I was going to say is, have you ever played virtual reality? I have. Oh, how great is that, buddy? How fucking good? Not that PlayStation bullshit. I'm talking about the actual fucking Vive or Oculus, that type of shit. Yeah, Oculus Rift. Yeah, it's just crazy, man. It's so much fun. It, it really feels real. You know, you know what's fucked up. We're gonna get back to this fight and shit in a second. But yo, Dom, I just got back, and I want to tell Jimmy about it too. I just got back from Disney. I was there with my family, and there's a place called Disney Springs. That's it's near Disney, obviously, and they do this like this place called the Void, and it's virtual reality, and it's different. You're walking through. I did a Star Wars thing, right? Oh. And when you, Jimmy, excuse me, sorry. Did you? Is, are you right? I didn't mean. I apologize for the noise. I'm talking to Dom. I'm talking it, was, to Dom. it was an accident. It I'm slipped out. I, I like you. I apologize. It was Dom, slipped out. Dom, give me two seconds. Listen. So when you go in this thing, I went in there with my kid, right? And when you put the thing on, you're in a room. And when you put the thing on, you look at each other. And you look like stormtroopers. So I'm in there with my eight year old uh, in a, in a stormtrooper thing. And then you go. The door opens up. You look. Everything you're walking around looks like you're in the fucking game. Let's get back to fighting, because I lost Jimmy. Well, can I ask you, no. I want to ask, what did Dominic just say that tipped you off that he liked video games? He said it's boss level, man. He didn't play the whole game to get to the boss. What is boss level? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, man. Dominic, Dom- Dominic, what does that mean? Because I didn't oh, get man. it. I'm such an asshole. Right, so I thought it, it meant hot. Like the, the, <laughs> Go ahead. It's like the final level, man. It's like, you ever played Mortal Kombat, and you, 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 know, you yes. get to Goro on the top of the tower. Like, final level. Yeah, exactly. I listen. I'm so I'm embarrassed. I actually, when Dominic, when you said boss level, I thought like when people say like, "Hey, that's boss," like it's cool. Oh, oh what a fucking old man oh, I am. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> I know. I'm uncomfortable. I'm the, the literal sense. The literal sense here. Not the, <laughs> the, not yeah, the it's boss level. Oh, okay. Yeah, you picture almost like in, in, in a terms you might get. Like you ever see Game of Death when he had to fight the different levels yes. and he got to that very top. Yes. And he had Kareem Abdul Jabbar waiting for him. Yeah. With a fucking his big ass foot, he kicks him in the chest. Yeah, 
Remember that shit? I do. All right. Well, now we're on the same page. All right. So you're fighting Jones in Houston. (laughs) Um, How is he different from the other guys you've fought? Obviously, I mean, he's he's such a great fighter. But have you fought anybody that has as many weapons as he does that does as... Because there's nothing he doesn't do well when he fights. Yeah. I mean, he's John Jones. He he stands in a class of his own. Um, But that's what the challenge is. It's uh, very exciting, man. It is. Very exciting. Um, and and uh, obviously, you're giving up a little bit of reach. I, w- I want to say a six-inch reach. So I, I'm imagining one of the things that you're working on is how to close that distance a little bit because Jones is like a master at getting people up against the cage and using elbows like they're punches. Yeah, I mean, so the reach is is, is probably we're going to have to deal with. I mean, I haven't faced anyone with that kind of reach. So uh, we've, we've, we've found creative ways to deal with the reach. Ah. When, you, when you watch the embedded, uh, you'll see some some interesting things. <laughs> yeah, because he just does things that a lot of guys that a bleak kick, and they, you know, he just does certain things that are really make it. It seems difficult to close distance. Um, so I think Cormier was kind of doing a good job of that uh, in their second fight, if I remember correctly. Now, wait, now, yeah, but Dom, now I'm hearing Jimmy was telling me because I'm not on the old Twitterverse. Too negative for me, that shit. But I heard that when this thing got accepted, that you came on all like nice, like, oh, it's an honor. And and Jimmy told me that John Jones was having none of it. Is that what's going on? What did I miss? What did I miss? No, that that, that happened. You know, I I said, yeah, it's it's awesome to fight, you know, the champ. It's an honor and things like this. And he, uh, he's just confused, man. He doesn't know how to take me. What did he say? I, what did I, he, I he? Do you know what he said? Or he you, was just like, I don't, I don't want uh, your your fake uh, respect. Oh, and uh, you started it with the party favors and things like this. But uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, whatever. You know what's funny, man? <laughs> now, listen, you know what it is. It is the fight game, and sure. uh, it's one of those things where. He might feel if he lowers that sword. Oh, yeah, all right, Dom. All right, we'll have a good match. And he puts that sparring, sure. that sparring um, match, um, uh, sparring partner mentality in there. It could make you more relaxed. He might just, he might want to just keep you guess, keep you guessing. Oh man, this guy's not even being nice, not even being friendly. He wants to hurt me. Are you scared, Dom? No, I'm only kidding. You know. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no. Uh, what, what I what I. I mean, either way, it doesn't matter if I'm nice or, nice or not. Either yeah. way, on fight night, I'm still I'm still bringing it, so yeah. it really doesn't matter. Right. All the all the build up is just a build up. He could say or do whatever he wants. Either way, I'm still coming with the same heat. So it's funny though. Some people you, like you, the you yeah. Can't talk your way out of this one. Oh, <laughs> I like that. And Some, you, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, no, I was just saying. You said that win or lose, you think he deserves a rematch. I mean, obviously, no matter how he loses, you think he deserves a rematch just because he's, of what he's done. Of course, he's John Jones. I mean, he's been the champ since I've been training MMA. Oh, that's you know, interesting. when I dethrone him, I let him, I let him get another shot at his title. Well, you know, there are uh, guys who don't like, you know, that's the like, you know, we just talked to Kamaru Usman and uh, I mean, he won decisively against Woodley. I, it was 50-45, I think, on all the cards. But Usman did. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Woodley does not get the automatic rematch. But a guy like Jones is such a big name and a big draw that I think you're right, that it would have to be something disastrous for him not to get the immediate rematch. Well, it's, it's, uh, so the Woodley situation was Woodley didn't didn't show up. I mean, it's hard to get a rematch when you don't show up. Um, so that's that's kind of what happened there. Yeah. 
uh, with John, he's John Jones. He doesn't want to watch John Jones fight. Yeah, it really is hard not to want to see Jones. Even people who don't like him, I mean, it, it, it's they, they still want. It's like Connor, like you know, guys who don't like him still want to watch him fight. Uh, you know, may, maybe to get his uh, to get his ass kicked. They still want to see him. You know. Yeah, I mean, and regardless of how how anybody feels about him, he's still you know really undefeated in the division. You know, fourteen time champ or whatever he is. So it's been. Watching him go in there and do what he does, whether it's you like him or not, it's still it's a thing to to behold. Either and, way. And this is your second main event, correct? Yes. Um, so this will be the second time you've trained for a five round fight, and the first time uh, you caught Chris very early in the first round. So I mean, obviously, if I think this, you probably think this. That Jones is probably going to want to take you deep and see how you do in a third and fourth round. Yeah, so Jones, the whole first, maybe the first and second round, he just analyzes his opponent. He tries to get you to show him your tells, get you to, you know, kind of open up. He'll leave openings for you, but then he'll know the way out. Mm. So he he's real smart in kind of seeing what you got, trying to get you to open up your game so that going third, fourth, fifth round, he knows exactly what your biggest uh, strengths are and what your weaknesses are. And then he'll he'll slowly start picking those apart uh, later in the fight. Now I wonder what he's looking at at you as a weakness. Now, a lot of people that are in your position, they've had losses. You could see where they they you know they slipped up when they had a big fight. But with you, and not only that, they, their confidence has to be like, oh, I got bested before. I'm not. I'm thinking you're not thinking like that. I mean, you haven't tasted defeat, Dom. So I mean, your confidence—you no. got to feel like a fucking superhero. Sorry, Jimmy. Absolutely. Jimmy's I, lowering no, my head. Bro. <laughs> I talk I, I too loud. Man. Yeah. Go <laughs> ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I feel fantastic. Just, just like you said, I'm undefeated. You know, I, I haven't lost, so I feel the same way he does, if not better. You know, That's... I have everything to gain and nothing to lose in this fight. That's so interesting, and Jimmy. I'm not going to let this opportunity just slide by and not fight and not, you know, put my entirety into this fight. You yes. Know? I've, I've worked my whole life for this, and I'm not just going to let it just slide by. I'm, I'm bringing everything. Well, you're right. John does have... going to push Sorry, oh, sorry, Dominic. Yeah, John does have a loss, but I, I get. I, I, am I correct when I say it was uh, Hamill that he lost to? Yeah, but he, I mean it was a bullshit it, it, that's loss. That's what I'm saying. So he's also never. No, neither one of you guys have ever really been beaten. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But but yeah, but, you know when when uh, when John Jones and uh, you know Jackson Wink and all those guys go and they study the tape and the game plan. That's right. I'm wondering what the game plan will be for Dom. I mean, and, and not you know, it's not so easy to get up when Chris has you down either, Chris Wyman. You know, oh, no. not not to bring up painful memories sure, for myself. Sure. I'm just saying, Dom, uh, you're a fucking handful, Dom, and that's a good thing. I'm looking forward. I'm getting psyched for this fucking fight, Jimmy. <laughs> I'm very I'm psyched amped. for this. But I, I imagine they're going to watch I mean, Uzdemir just to see what it takes to get you into deeper rounds. I've always wondered what the game plan would be against me. I mean. I know it's, it's usually probably <laughs> going to be a grappling-heavy affair, but yeah. with Jones, he likes to try to beat people at, at their game, and my game is boxing. So if he wants to taste these hands, I mean, I'd love, I'd love that. <laughs> well, I'd be working at take. I think you just gave him the blueprint. Work that fucking takedown defense, Dom. Yep. I think he doesn't want those hands. Day, bro. He just got that his purple belt. Stop. 
I just liked something on Instagram. He uh, John Jones just got his purple belt in jujitsu. What were you saying? Oh, there you go. What were you Good saying, job, Don? Bro. Good job, bro. He says. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, look, man. We're happy for you. Yeah. Uh, I think you deserve the shot. This is this is gonna be this is another great matchup. Uh, you against Jones. Uh, it is in. Uh, I'm such an idiot. I don't remember the exact date, but it's in Houston. Let me look at the date. January. Uh, well, yeah, okay. I, I'm, I'm glad you. Oh, February eighth. I was going to guess a date, and I would have been wrong on both counts. Why didn't I just ask? I'm a true idiot. You made it a month earlier. Uh, yeah, I did. So just show up a month earlier, so I don't look bad. Uh, good talking to you again, Dominic, and congratulations on on the Weidman win. And uh, looking forward to seeing this fight very, very much. Yeah, Dom. Thank, thank you so much, guys. Have All a great day. All right, buddy. Have a good holiday. Take, Take care, care, buddy. Bye. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed. Also, 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com, to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, man. Yo, listen, man. Yeah, that's that's a very good fight. Amazing fight, dude. Yo, Doogie, put the time back on there so I know what the fuck we're working with. I'm not cursing at you, guys. <laughs> cursing in general. We're at forty. Oh! Matt and I like to know where we're at, yeah, because we pace uh, these things out. Yeah, <laughs> and we just like to know where we're at. And then we got uh, we're gonna play it safe. Uh, yeah, safe sewed. Sood. Sood. Yeah, he's coming on. Mm-hmm. And he's training uh, Jeff Neal. Yes, he is. And Jeff Neal's fighting Mike, Mike Perry. Perry. Yep. Woo! And he trains Uriah Hall. I love Uriah. Oh, I tried to get him Uriah? in when you were out, but he's uh, he was away. He was in Texas. Yeah, I feel bad, man. What happened, Jimmy? They got your little... They left you here with nobody? I didn't mind. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, I just talk. It's so great, Jimmy. I, I caught a clip. And I'm not happy about it. What's a clip? A clip of you and your show with Sam Roberts, and you were discussing a show that I watch. Which and, was? Well, I'm going to uh, get to it. And I know you, you don't like cute things and this and that. You were taking a big, nasty dump on little baby Yoda. I don't, I don't fucking like it. I understand. I understand you don't like cute things. You're anti- uh, No, I don't, I don't mind cute, but not in a show like that. Oh, and I have such a hard-on for George Lucas. He annoys me so much because um, he just pompous. he wants to sell children's toys. Like, I love Star Wars. I love Darth you Vader. Will, that scene at it, the end of fucking- Do you watch uh, any of the show, though? It's so good. No, and I will watch it because I love it, Bill Burr and yeah. Bill's in it and Bill's but, a good friend. But- do you like westerns, Jimmy? Sometimes. Well, I don't. Well, I like the yeah. Premise. We'll put Baby like... Yoda in the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah. I'd love that. No, but it's this is the thing to see fucking Lee Van Cleef unload very, a fucking clip into him. Very. That's that's. I'm not gonna <laughs> laugh at that. Listen to me. Not even a it's, clip. They had fucking single very, shot guns. He's a sort of. He's, he's force sensitive. You might. I might be sensitive, but he's force sensitive. Baby Yoda blows. Oh, don't. People think I'm doing that just to be contrarian. I'm really not. I just it no, annoys Jimmy, me. But but this 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 Mandalorian, 
Mm-hmm. It's such a fun show. People didn't like I'll Glass. Some people, some of these geek shows that I watch, like Collider and uh, Campia, and these guys I watch, I like these guys because they're into like the nerd shit. They were shitting on this last episode, and they gotta relax because I like that last fucking episode. Is Bill in it yet? Not yet, but he's we're gonna safe. be on soon. They don't know if Boba Fett's showing up. I don't know what's gonna happen. A dumb helmet. Jimmy. Listen, there's more than there like than Ozzy Osbourne. There's not. There is. There he is. How you doing, man? Good. How you guys doing? Doing very well. Uh, where are you right now? Uh, I'm at home, actually, in Dallas. Oh, you're in Dallas. Do you watch The Mandalorian? Where are we at, Jimmy? We're, We're debating st- Star Wars stuff. Matt's... Jimmy's <laughs> shitting on Baby Yoda. No, I've, I, Star Wars is not my area of expertise. Uh, so well, listen. All right, good. You're a grown-up. <laughs> are you a video gamer? Yeah. Are you a video gamer? Uh, but before I had kids, when I was fighting too, that was my best way to decompress, like a little ah. Madden, a little Call of Duty. But I've just now with so many guys in the team, I just don't get to play as much how, as I used to. Well, how many kids? How many kids you have? Two girls. Uh, I got three girls, and yeah. I've been playing video games more than ever. <laughs> well, listen, the thing is, this safe. I gotta. I, I, I say it a lot. I got the virtual reality. So when they, you know, how old are your kids? Uh, eight and five. Oh, there you go. I got uh, mine's uh, six, eight, six, eight, and ten. All girls. Oh man. So I mean, listen. When they're watching like the the, the mass singer or whatever the yeah, f yeah. they're watching. Oh, I know. Yo, I'm in the same room, but I put on my little Oasis thing, and okay. I go into Ready Player One mode. But all right, well, let's I get back. To, I, I need no, it. I need, I, need to, I need to get one of those. I need I, to get one of those. I need it, man. You know, I gotta pull that ripcord sometimes. There's only oh, so much it. of that, that voice shit I can listen to. Trust me, I get it, man. All estrogen. Estrogen-filled home. You know, and I'm so alpha, oh, I just got to do yeah. my thing. So listen, man, very exciting yep. with uh, J- uh, Jeff, Jeff Neal fighting Mike Perry. Because Jeff Neal's a savage, but he has... This is pretty much, his, I'm going to say, his highest profile fight with Mike Perry, no? Yeah, I would agree. This this could agree. be his coming out party for the average fan. Yeah. Uh, that's 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 what we're hoping for. You're spot on on that one. And doesn't it seem like Perry improves a little bit with every fight? Better at cutting off the cage. Like it seems like yes. he's getting better and better and better. Um, not that he was it, ever a bad fighter, nah, but it seems nah, like it's spot harder. Spot on. Spot on. So we, when you watch the tape from him, and you even see, I mean, he lost to Max Griffin. You know, uh, if you watch that fight compared to the Vicente Luque fight, his footwork, exactly what you just said, is something that he's gotten a lot better at. I feel like Mike Perry's gotten really far in just being so damn tough. Yeah. And I think he's kind of evolving, you know, uh, on the fly, you know, in the UFC. And I, I think you're right. I think he gets a little bit better every time. So we're not taking him lightly at all. And, you know, Jeff's the ranked one. So, I mean, he's got to handle his business. Yeah, Mike is one of those guys that everybody loves to watch fight. So even if you're not ranked, it's a great place to be because you'll always get fights with guys who are ranked because everyone wants to see if they can get through you in being Mike. Correct. So when you're watching stuff, I'm always fascinated. Like we just interviewed Dominic Reyes and he was talking about John Jones and he was saying that Jones is so good at feeling you out that what he'll do is he'll leave openings that he knows how to escape just to see how you approach it. And I'm fascinated with guys that can analyze what a fighter is doing. What do you look for when you are you have to prepare uh, Uriah or Jeff and Mike Perry? What are you looking for when you are, are preparing a fighter for someone else? I mean, number one, you look for patterns, right? Does this guy have a pattern? Does he do the same thing over and over again? Or does he do the same thing after he does one particular thing? Does he throw the jab and then throw the two looping You know, most of the time? You look for patterns and, and kind of percentages. 
But number two is you hit on it. You look at improvements. You don't want to get too stuck on watching the tape because the guy comes out here and does something totally different. Then you feel like your guy might be unprepared. So we focus more on being prepared at what we're going to, what we want to implement, what we can do. And I think what our guys strengths are, you know, Jeff is the longer guy. Jeff has a 76 inch reach for that weight class is very long and uh and has a lot of speed so uh you know we want to work around those parameters and and do what jeff does well still be aware of what mike does well too but i feel like you don't want to get too caught up in that you know wait jeff has a 76 inch reach yeah it's 70 75 and a half or 76 jesus christ we just talked to dominic i think he's 77 that's that's like almost a light heavyweight reach yeah, no, he's 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 a guy that should have been around six six two, but stopped at five eleven and a half, which is good for us. <laughs> now you used to fight yourself. You had three yeah, fights. I did. Now what? Now what made you stop after three? Well, I mean, I, I grew up doing martial arts. Uh, my dad still has a dojo now, karate and judo. I did judo my whole life. Did karate my whole life, and then I graduated high school in ninety eight. And went to college, and MMA kind of wasn't really a thing then. You know, it was kind of in that in-between zone. So, you know, I was lifting weights, finishing school, went to law school, and it kind of came back. And uh, I was approached to fight, and my whole goal was always to open a gym, uh, similar to what you did, Matt. And and kind of, I wanted to fight, and and I wanted to get to the UFC, maybe five and zero, six and zero, and then stop because I never wanted to fight indefinitely. It wasn't something that. Uh, I want, I wanted to do what I loved all day long, which is work out pretty much, right? Yeah. Work out, train yeah. and, uh, and tell people you're getting hit in the face today. Not me. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so for me, that was always the goal. And, uh, I fought for, for three years and had some amateur fights and had three pro fights and tore my bicep. Me and Matt, Matt knows we've compared them before. And, That's uh, right. But That's right. it was my, my ACL, tore my ACL, tore my meniscus I just started falling apart, you know, around 28 and I just called the ball because, you know, you got one year off all you lose, all your sponsors, you, so, you know, I ate it then and I knew what I wanted to do. And luckily enough, it ended up working out, but, uh, it was hard for a year or two, you know, um, not being able to compete and still being, you know, 28, 29, but hell, I just had surgery three months ago. I'm still getting fucking hurt and I'm not even doing a whole lot. So you, you just never know, man, when your time is up, your time is up and, and I always give Matt tons of credit because he's rolling that fucking right bicep and he's, he still won the belt. But he, he knows mine gets mine fatigues. That fatigues even faster than my other arm. So it just happens. Man. Shoot, You're making me feel a little better that my body's shutting down at 45. Like, oh, yeah, you did. Hey, you won the belt. You yeah, won the belt. Thank man. you so much. You got nothing to say. You're the champ forever. That's, <laughs> no matter what you do for the rest of your life, no one can take that away. From I, you. Well, I didn't defend it. So that really means I no, wasn't really give a me champ. a fucking I like break. You beat. <laughs> You beat GSP, man. Just Jimmy, stop right now. He's Jimmy, right. He's right. Jimmy, did you hear what he just said? He did. Yeah. I'm sorry. He's Jimmy. correct. You did Let's beat not GSP. Make it about myself. But you know what's That's sad right. though? I just got back from Disney with my kids all for a week. All week long. Because I need a partial knee surgery. Y'all safe. I'm walking fucked I up. And I can still roll. I'm gonna roll tonight. I can't wait. I'm dying to roll. And I, he hung up on us. Oh, no, he's back. I got you, I got you, I got you. We thought he got tired of his, I don't hear about Matt rolling, fuck this. Yeah, yeah, then you went went tough. Anyway. Listen, listen, it's the saddest thing in the world when you can't do the things that you love, but the one thing that I love, yeah, so my Achilles been, we're not going to make this about old people, but my Achilles (laughs) been killing me. I've had to get him, go to Dr. Man, get him scraped just to feel okay, and I'm not even training a lot, so, you know, I mean, listen, durability is a skill. I always say it's, it's a skill you can't train for. 
either have it or you don't. And you know this, Matt. Some yeah. guys, man, they just don't get hurt. You know, I mean, they're in the gym. You know, they're just durable. It's you so know? funny, man. And all these guys that train with jujitsu, judo especially, uh, yeah. over the years, you're like, all right, this one had an ACL, an MCL, da da da. da. I had well, I torn meniscus ages ago, but I never had to get a surgery. And now I'm all fucked up, Jimmy. But let's get back to positive. I wanted to ask you a question, too. You said you went to law school. Did you graduate? Oh. Uh, I got one year left. Uh, My whole whole plan was just to kind of get the degree, just so when I open a business, you know, uh, I could have that background, but... I never really wanted to be an attorney. I mean, you know how fucking boring that is. Go look at a lawyer. Watch a lawyer's life. That's just not something I wanted to do. But with a political science degree, my dad told me so eloquently after I graduated, he said, you can wipe your ass with a political science degree. And he's right. Yeah. So I went to, went to law school for two years. I'm glad I did. It was a good experience. What did you? Is there anything about it you really liked? I mean, I'm a competitive guy, you know, so you're, you're competing with the mind, right? And, you know, for me, that was fun. And I think it's an important part of coaching now too you know so um it's something that that i'm glad i went through and something now that we're doing business and real estate or whatever else you know when people start talking fast uh, i don't get impressed it's got to prepare you a little bit for all the bullshit you might have to deal with yeah Yeah, that that, that makes sense in business with uh, lawsuits and insurance and all this nightmare that a lot of guys who are in the fight game are not prepared for yeah yeah I, i like how you're honest in the corner Tell me about uh, the, the, the lead up, the intro into this one. You hear you giving a little inspiration. Between the, I forgot what fight it was. Fuck. But it was awesome. The corner work. How important do you think it is to be honest? How crazy. It, it makes me so crazy when there's yeah. a fight. And the corner, they get in there. And now a person's obviously down two rounds. And they're in there. Are right, you doing good? Just no, motherfucker. No, you're not doing good. You're down two <laughs> how rounds. Feeling? How, how are you feeling? You feeling all right? No, right. you're not feeling all right. right? No. Oh, you're doing. You're doing. You're doing. They're not being honest. What is that? What is here's, that? Here's what. Here's what I think. Number one, I think that's where being a fighter is having experience in there. You know, sometimes you're in there. You're tired of shit. You feel like shit, mm. but you got to keep going, right? And you don't know what that feels like until you've been there and had your head pressed up against the fence, getting elbowed. So. I think that when you've done it, you can talk to it, number one. But number two is, it, it, I just think certain people's personalities come out and they're, the, they feel the pressure. And the reality is, you worked so hard for the camp. You got the guy ready or the girl ready. You, you've seen them do all this shit. And now here you can't get them over the hump because you're scared to tell them the truth or you're, yeah. not, you're not being accurate. I mean, you're the eyes. And you know as well as I do that, you know, it gets crazy in there. So sometimes yeah. you just need somebody else to tell you, hey, this is what the hell's going on, and you better reverse direction or you're going to lose. So for me, it's always been really easy and come to me very naturally. I, I, I know I want people to tell me the truth. I mean, I remember Rashad Evans once in the, like, yelling at me in, in, in my last fight when I was tired as hell. And I mean, you need that, and you know this from competing. I mean, the, no one cares. After you win, everybody's happy. So if you get yelled at in between a fight but you still win, all good. If your corner doesn't give you the right advice and you lose – all that work for nothing. So I, I think it's the most important, one of the most important things a coach does. I mean, you can prepare, but can you lead them in the war? Do you think that too, there was a lot of criticism. If you remember, I, it was, I want to say it was Raquel Pennington yes, against uh, Amanda Nunes. Yeah. And there was like, she's like, I want to quit. And her, and her coach like, you're not going to quit. You could, whatever he was, he said, people criticize. Now, when you see that, do you see a guy who's not listening to his fighter or do you say, no, this probably, there's an interaction that they have where they understand each other and this is a part of the way they interact and the way he motivates her. Well, how did you see that as just a, a coach? 
I think every fighter's different. You know, that was a title fight. Um, it was a little bit different. I think that was Conan, who's a G. You know, he's got tons of experience. I don't know who it was. I'd have to go back and look. I don't remember. But, oh, no, he was in the No, no, he was corner. in Amanda's corner. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know who the coach was. But at the end of the day, if a fighter told me they wanted to quit in the middle of a fight, I probably would never coach him again because I don't deal in that kind of mindset. I mean, if someone told me that in the middle of a fight – that would be it. That, I would deal with it afterwards. Sure. But as far, as far as throwing in the towel, you know, there was a fight, you know, not long ago where if, if I think the dude has no chance of winning and, the, and he's getting destroyed or she's getting destroyed and they're going to get hurt, I absolutely would throw in the towel. Um, I, I don't, for me, you kind of know uh, as a coach, you know, certain positions and I've almost done it once before. I knew the guy wasn't going to get out of mount. Yeah. He was fighting Augusto, Augusto Mendez, who you, you guys know who that oh, is. Shit, yeah. And Augusto mounted him. I had a young kid in LFA and it, and it was when Augusto wasn't really good on the feet. So we took a chance and we fought him and my kid was lighting him up in the first round. But in the second round, Augusto mounted him against the fence. And I mean, I'll never forget that. I knew he couldn't get up. Yeah, so shit. I grabbed the towel and I had it in my hand and he was dropping elbows on on my kid and i mean i just never forget that and, and i looked at the ref and i had the towel and then he stopped the fight probably about two or three strikes after that yeah. uh but that kid never never fought again wow he never fought again that and, was the last uh, time it was the last time and, and i was all right with that you know this journey isn't for everybody and uh you've got to understand where your athlete is and it's it's your you're running the corner so you, it's your job if you think it's donezo it's donezo these are kids mm. you know i mean they don't have more experience than you I mean, I've seen this a thousand times. So uh, you've got to kind of analyze, you know, heart versus, you know, stupidity and, and make a judgment. So I, I, I will throw the towel in. Absolutely. I'm always I, amazed when so. I'm always amazed when people I hate when people boo fighters, especially when like it just annoys me because it's like these two guys are in there fucking living having a fist fight and you're yep. some fucking asshole with a beverage. Uh, and the way they <laughs> booed Stefan Struve, it was that the guy got kicked in the dick yep. by a heavyweight and Ben Rothwell. Yep throws heavy kicks got big old feet the big, big old feet, feet right to the nuts and it was right. a full a full extension of the leg i mean right oh, the dick. you know and they're here, booing here, him here's what i use that for i use that for motivation i tell the guys in practice and the girls i go no one gives a shit about you i go watch how they write about you watch how they talk about you i go they're just there to get drunk and and to see uh violence i go that should motivate the fuck out of you you yeah. should be so motivated to go out there and destroy and win and silence everybody i go because all you are you're just a show in there i said right. so i use i use that as a teaching tool because that is what mma is you know and i mean people want to see violence that's why they love our sport and even though we understand it and look at it differently we got to understand what the fan base is looking for and what they want and, and that's just the reality so what i say to that is just prepare to be the mo mo most violent person you can be and when you, you go on there destroy people but and you can go ahead no no you go ahead sorry and, and that to me it's like i can't stand it i mean uh we can go on and on about this i mean you, you touch on something that it's so disrespectful yeah. i mean it's like just having the balls to get in there you know, and I feel like, you know, back in the day, I say back in the day when I used to fight, Matt used to fight, there used to be a little more respect because yeah. people, there wasn't as many fighters. So people would be like, this guy's a cage fighter. Oh man, dude, you, man, kudos to you. I can't believe you do that. Now it's like, well, could you beat him? Well, did you do this? Well, you wouldn't beat this guy. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, damn, dude, like you wouldn't even fucking stand in front of me. So there is that. It, but then back in the day, there was also stand them up, dick. 
hugging each other. Yeah, those fucking yeah. redneck drunks. Yeah. So there's a little bit more respect in some senses. For the, for the ah, they're kissing. What the fuck is jujitsu asshole? And, and now and now we're on ESPN. So, exactly. I mean, like, and, versus, and, a, and a word yeah. of advice for the fighters that if you don't, if you hear a little bit of booze after the fight, if you tell this drunken audience. Are you booing me? Oh, they're gonna. What do you think they're gonna do? Oh, sorry. Yeah, they're a bunch yeah. of drunks. They're gonna be yeah, booing right. the shit out of you. You're just right. a little word of advice. Yeah. All, you know, you then they do, just start all, loving it. They're, oh, I got attention. All uh, you have to do is just mention the hometown and talk about how you're happy to be there. And that, that changes the yeah, whole Yeah, you guys course. have treated me that, so it well. Changes, it changes yeah. the whole. The whole course of the, of the interaction, so be cliche sometimes. <laughs> All right, well, look, man, it was that's, really that's good true. talking to you. Uh, and and uh, tell Uriah Hall we said hello too. Uh, we love Uriah; that's, he's that's one of my, our favorite that's people. My guy. I'm gonna tell you that guy right there is gonna be the middleweight champion. And I've been saying this, and you know, people are like, "Oh yeah, whatever." He's this, he's that. The guy's got the best jab, and and maybe in MMA. And the jab is the most important punch there is. And you know, he's training hard right now, and he's hungry and. And we want to try to take him to the top. So, hey, Sty- I hope so. Hey, and Styles make fights, and uh, right. him versus uh, Style Bender. Ooh, the last Style, yeah. Last- yeah. Anyway. All right, I just realized Sanya. The last Style Bender. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I don't want to fuck I, it up. It's it's, it's important. To me. That's all right. He won't hear it. I I agree. So push <laughs> that narrative. How do you know he won't hear it? Well, I mean, listening. you're right. Maybe I always assume no one listens. Uh, and uh, and good luck with Jeff Neal. We love Mike Perry too. This is an incredible fight, yeah. and yeah. Uh, you know, good luck with it. And uh, it's good talking to you. We'd love you to have you uh, to come on again if you want. Definitely. Appreciate it. Yeah, talk to you guys soon. All, All right, right, buddy. Be good. Take Later, care, Thanks, safe. Take take care, champ. Thanks, safe. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take champ. Yes, absolutely. Thanks, I think you met me though. Yeah. What? I don't think I'm a champ in my own right. You're a champ in the in the, in the, uh, the game of out. life. Oh, we only got we only did 20 minutes. Feels like longer. Huh? We pronounced this last Wait name, right? to drop the ball, you little doogie. Can't get mad at you. All right. Sorry, everybody. That was for Doogie, who's behind the thing. Who Are we who, saying it was his last name, right? Saud? I don't know Doogie's last name. Make sure I'm oh! saying it right. Okay. Saud. Saud or Saud? You guys, what's that? Saud. Okay. Good. Okay, Making sure. Jimmy. It's a hard one to say. Jimmy. I could have just asked him, but I forgot. You, you could have. You should have, but the ship has sailed. It's shit. I think we should probably end this soon because I'm real, I'm feeling very. I have to tinkle. And I want to sing. Well, hold on. Before right. you do, uh, I want to thank uh, Safe Saud and, welcome, and let Jimmy. you know that you can come see oh. me at Caroline's. Thank you, of course, to Kamaru Usman. And uh, absolutely thank you to uh, Dominic Reyes. Oh. It's good seeing you. And thank you. Jimmy. Now, if you're going to sing, let me just say this. Thank you guys very much. Wait, and uh, Matt will be singing shortly, Jimmy. and uh, we'll see you in a few days. Goodbye. All right, everybody. We're going to see you on Wednesday. Wait a second. Did you say you end the show? We're done. Bye, everybody. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. 
Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley, in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.